Hello, this is Pastor Manny. I'm bringing you the Beacon of Hope podcast, which originates from Lighthouse Baptist Church, 2032 Cedar Hill Road, Lancaster, Ohio. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Have a great thought for you and just something to kind of encourage you, and that is the wonders of heaven. Heaven is a wonderful place, and thank God for it. A lot of different wonders when it comes to heaven, and uh I was thinking of just a few of these and, and, and wanted to give you these in, in a quick thought. First of all, heaven's a wonderful place because of a wonderful Savior. The best part of heaven is God our Savior. Um, in Isaiah 9, chapter 6, when the prophecy is given concerning Jesus Christ, it was said in part, His name shall be called Wonderful. Isn't that great? Full of wonder. Uh, exciting wonder in the heart. It's a, uh, imagine the bright eyes of a very small child when it sees something that's just delightful to it. That's the idea of wonder and the wonder that our Savior is. He's wonderful in the way that he came. A miraculous birth, born of a virgin, born like no other child ever in this world was born. And a humble birth. He came and was born in a manger rather than coming to a king's throne and being born in high and lofty circumstance, he chose rather to come and be born in a manger. And indeed, the Lamb of God was birthed in such a way that the first who came were shepherds to find out about him. He was wonderful in why he came. Luke 19.10 says, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Thank God for that. He's wonderful in the way he lived. In 1 Peter 2, verse 22, it says, He did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. That's deceit or treachery. It wasn't in his mouth at all. Thank God for the way he lived. He was wonderful in the way he died. He died in the crucifixion, and he laid his life down. This was so pronounced that when Pontius Pilate, the equivocating and very political uh, Roman governor, said to Jesus when Pontius got upset at Jesus because Jesus wouldn't answer him. He said to him in so many words, I paraphrase here, he said, don't you know I have power to take your life away or power to spare you, power to have you executed or power to spare you? Jesus said unto him, you have no power at all except to be given you from heaven. And yet he gave himself on the cross. No man took his life, although murder was in the heart of those who cried out, crucify him. And betrayal was in the heart of Judas. And though murder and betrayal swirled about as a storm of human malevolence around our Savior, yet none of it could have touched him. He gave his life. He laid his life down. He's wonderful in the way that he died. In fact, in one place in the Bible, it says that he accomplished his decease. He spake to him of his decease, which he was to accomplish in Jerusalem. And that's a, that's quite a statement in and of itself. He's wonderful in the way he died. He, he was wonderful in the way he rose with power over the grave. The Roman governor sealed that tomb, set soldiers about it, and yet it couldn't keep Christ in. He's wonderful because he lives forevermore. Thank God he does. And because he ever liveth, he has power to save them unto the uttermost that come unto God by him. He's a wonderful Savior. That's a wonderful thing about heaven. In fact, that's the center of heaven. But it's also wonderfully prepared. Jesus said, you believe in God. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. 
he was addressing those in front of him. He wasn't asking them. He was making a statement. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. <laughs> and Thomas said, Lord, we know it's not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Thank God that it's wonderfully prepared. It's a wonderful thing to go in somewhere that is prepared for you, whether it be arriving at someone's home for a dinner or coming home after a long day and being greeted by a loved one. Having a place that's prepared. Thank God for it. And it's wonderfully prepared. Then there are wonderful inhabitants. In Revelation 21, 24, it says the nations of the saved are there. And not just nations in the sense of geographical boundaries as we, as Americans normally think about it, but nations as that word is ethnos, the nations, all the backgrounds, all the ethnic backgrounds, the languages, the cultures and those, all the nations of the saved, whether it's someone in Africa that's been saved or someone in Australia that's been saved or someone in Europe that's been saved or Asia or North or South America, it doesn't matter. The nations of the saved will be there. What wonderful inhabitants that will be. Then, it's not only that, but it's those who are redeemed by the blood of Christ out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Thank God for that. The redeemed will be there. What wonderful inhabitants. And then it's also wonderful for what is absent. I like this. At Revelation 21, verse 22, John had got to see into heaven. And it says, And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. Oh, anyone who spent a restless night, and anyone who spent a tear-filled night, and anyone who spent a fear-filled night can thank God for that verse. There shall be no night there. They shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Heaven is a wonderful place. It's wonderful because of a wonderful Savior. It's wonderful because it's wonderfully prepared. It's wonderful because of wonderful inhabitants. It's wonderful for what's absent. My friend, it will not be wonderful if you're absent. The scripture says the ones that are there are those which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So how does that happen? It happens when you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the fact that he died in your place, showing you that one, you had guilt and you had sin that had to be paid for. That's why he had to die. And showing you also that you could not be the one to pay for it. You needed a holy, clean, pure substitute sacrifice. And Jesus gave himself 
as that sacrifice. What a wonderful Savior. And uh, thank God there's a wonderful place called heaven that those who have trusted in Christ will one day see. And thank God we will. Think on these things. Do more than just think on them. Make sure that you know that you know that Jesus is your Savior today. God bless you and have a good day.